Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. This evening, I want to talk about something I called Keep Moving Forward. Keep Moving Forward. You see, because I don't just believe in movements, but I believe in movements that are forward. I believe in movements that are progressive. I believe in movements that um, take you closer to destiny than just activity. You know, it's possible to have activity without progress. You can have activity without progress. You can have so much of movements around, but you're not really making progress. Have you ever seen some people who are so busy, but they are busy just not making progress? Have you seen people like that? They are so busy, but they are not necessarily moving forward. So the fact that you're moving does not mean that you are making progress. And the way you determine progress is by the intention of God. Progress is the intention of God, not your ambition. If your ambition doesn't match up with vision, you're not making progress. If your ambition is not consistent with what God has designed for you to walk in, then you're not making progress. Hallelujah. There are so many people who are so far from the path that God has called them to walk in. So many people are so off the track. And it's important that you retrace your steps now and begin to make progress. Hallelujah. So look at your neighbor and say, keep moving forward. Let's take a um, case study. Philippians chapter 3 verse 11. Philippians chapter 3 verse 11. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Well, let's go to verse 12. Verse 12 says, not that I have... I want us to read it together. Let's go one to go. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on. Somebody say, I press on. I hope you're not tired of pressing on this evening. Okay, so say after me. Say, I press on. Yeah, I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Next verse. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting. Somebody say forgetting. forgetting. Say it loud. Forgetting. Say it again. It says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Look at your neighbor and say, I forget those things that are behind. I reach out to those things which are ahead of me. Hallelujah. So it's important that you, you must, you must um, see your movement, your your step what forward progressive movement as key to your walking in this life many people don't really make progress you know many people many people grow old but don't make progress many people have achievements hear me very well many people have achievements but don't necessarily make progress how do we determine when you have made progress 
Let's go back to the, uh, uh, to the previous verse. Let's start from verse 11 again. Verse 11. No, no, no. Let's go to verse 12, sorry. Verse 12. Not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus, what? Has also laid hold of me. So you see, when Jesus laid hold of you, there was an agenda in, in his mind. Right? So you can only say your movement is progress if you're tending towards what he laid hold of you for. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you can only say you are making progress if you are moving in the direction for which he hoped that you will come into. Uh-huh. Because when God created every human being, he hoped that everybody will come into a certain place. There are certain things that God has hoped about you. He's hoping that you catch it. He's hoping that you get it. There are some of us who are here, um, um, it's just by the corner. God is hoping that the revelation of what he has called you to do, he hopes that you hear him clearly. Hallelujah. So all you need to do is to step into those things. You see, but I'm going to address some issues right now because there are a lot of people who are stuck in one position and not able to move to the next position or to the next level. And you see, Paul says, let's go to verse 13, verse 13. Verse 13. He says, Brethren, I do not count myself to have what apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are where? Which are behind me. You see, when you forget something that is behind you, Paul didn't say forgetting those things which are beside me. Are you still here? Paul didn't say forgetting those things which are in front of me. He said, forgetting those things that are where? So what does that say to you? It says to you that he has moved past them. Are you getting what I'm saying? It says to you that he is not where those things are. You know, I spoke about the woman, the, the woman who is bent over, and all she could see is feet and not face. And I was saying to you that that could mean that... The woman is only conscious of where she is. She can't see something else other than what she's experiencing. So it means all she can see is feet and not face. But Paul said, forgetting those things that are where? Behind. Meaning that you ought to move past those things. There are so many people who have not moved past their past. There are so many people who are actually living with their past. The same stories you said five years ago is the same story you're still saying now. <laughs> the same things you talk about. Let's even talk about your mental state. The same things you knew five years ago. You have not learned anything new. You have not even learned a new way of doing things. When God is progressive... God is a progressive God. Hallelujah. So all people are used to is what used to be. And they are stuck with what used to be. Paul said, forgetting those things which are where? Behind. 
Tap your neighbor for me. Say, leave those things behind. Forgetting those things which are behind and what? What does it say? Those things which are behind and what? Reaching forward to those things which are ahead. You see, when, when, when Paul says forgetting, somebody say forgetting. Forgetting, it, he didn't say I have forgotten those things which are behind. And I am reaching for what is ahead. No. He said forgetting present continuous tense. Meaning that your past will always come back at you. So you see, forgetting is a process. Forgetting is what? A process. Sometimes you can't forget immediately. And then the devil begins to plague you with the guilt of remembering in the first place. Because you remembered the heart of yesterday. It seems to you you haven't gotten over it. But you see, forgetting is a process. Now, can I tell you what it means to forget? To forget does not mean to lose memory of. But it means that what used to be doesn't have as much effect on you as it used to. That's what forgetting means. Are you still here? So, because there are certain things you can never forget. Literally. You cannot forget certain things, literally. But you see, when those things come to mind, the effect they used to have on you, it doesn't have that effect anymore. That's what it means to forget. So, when the devil flashes back those things at you, you still keep moving forward because it is not those things that he has brought to your memory that is the issue. It's the decisions you make when you remember those things. It's how you feel when you remember those things. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm forgetting those things. You know, the weights are broken today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As I'm talking to you, the weights are broken. Those things that are heavy weights in your heart. You see, those things that are on your shoulders and they are so perturbing for you. God is making those things light. Hallelujah. Since forgetting those things which are behind you, reaching forward to those things which are what? Ahead. Somebody say ahead. ahead. Reaching forward to those things which are ahead of you. You see, my brothers, sisters, you cannot forget when you're not looking at something. Do you understand it? You can't forget effectively when there is nothing else in view. You see, some, somebody is saying, let, let me use this, let me use this as an example. Um, Uncle B, pardon me if I put this on your piano. You have already moved past this water, right? And you are trying to forget this bottle of water. Where you are supposed to go is to this seat. You have moved past this. Do you know what some of us are doing? We're trying to forget, but we're still looking at this. You can't forget when you're still looking at this. Are you getting me? You can't. So, even though there is some good distance between where you are 
and this bottle of water. Let's say this bottle of water is your past. There's some good distance between you and... Can you give that child water, please? Give him. There's some good distance between... This is too cold, though. There's some good distance between where you are and this bottle of water. You see, the distance makes no meaning. It makes no sense if you are still looking at it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Follow me very closely. Do you understand what I'm saying? The distance makes no meaning if you are still looking at it. Should I tell you what the distance is? That's the distance. Time. So, this thing happened 2004. You kept moving. 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, 2009. 2010, 2011. Where are we now? 2016. How many years? 12 years. 12 years is the distance between where you are and that. But guess what? If you keep looking at this, the 12 years makes no difference. So that's where many of us are. You see, so if you think that the passing of time helps you forget the past that's a lie because the passing of time will only aggravate your frustration because you have not changed from who you used to be when it happened do you understand what i'm saying the frustration of time is actually worse than even when it really happened at first so that's why you see many people who sorry i'm going very I probably am not going, you know, in relatable terms right now, but you find your own, um, you find your meaning to what I'm saying. You find your context to what I'm saying. Amen? Amen? Amen. Are you guys sleeping on me? Okay. So, the passing of time doesn't make any difference if the past is still in your view. So, what you need to do is to take your attention away from certain things. For you to lose the meaning and to lose the weight that it carries is for you to take your attention away from them. Hallelujah. So what is the best way to make forward progress or forward movement is to look at the future. Somebody said look at the future. Now, this is one reality. But the future is a superior reality. Hallelujah. You see, what God has called you to do is a superior reality. You are a millionaire. You are called to be a a lender to nations. You are called to pioneer certain things and certain works. But right now, you can hardly pay your transport. So, you are in between the promise and the past. But you see, instead of looking at that, you need to keep looking at this. Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind me and what looking forward or reaching forward towards those things which are what? Ahead of me. You know, I've told you before that one step, the next step is usually not 
physically connected to the ultimate plan. So that when you take one step, you may not see the connection between where you are at the very moment and where you're really going. Are you getting what I'm saying? For example, Jesus. Jesus was like every other child. Savior of the world. Why, why would he be born in a manger? What's the connection between the one whose name will be lifted up, uh, lifted up high above every other name, that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee will bow? King of, King of kings and Lord of lords. What is the connection between manger, that humble beginning, and where he's going? I get to what I'm saying. So, in, in your journey, there may be no connection to where you're going, but it's still the path. Hallelujah. So, forgetting those things that were, are behind, and reaching forward to what? Those things that are ahead of you. And I said to you in the past few series that mental prison is the worst kind of prison when you're stuck psychologically your mind is in prison that's the worst kind of prison the worst kind of prison you don't want to be there you see God spoke to you yesterday and many of you are still living on yesterday's word and not pressing in to today's word did you know that when God gave the children of Israel manna in the wilderness the next day if they ate manna it had to be the one God gave for the day if they attempted to eat the manna of yesterday there will be maggots in it who gave the manna that maggots was found in uh-huh. does that make sense to you you see, so I have a problem with some people who say, God told me. This is what I learned. And you don't know revelation is progressive. So you want to stay with yesterday's word. Yesterday's word was for yesterday. There is a fresh revelation for now. So let me, let me advise you. If you have decided to be a progressive person, guess what is going to happen to you? You'll be separated from some of your friends. Many of you will begin to experience separation because if you stay with the clique, with the people who you've been used to, that you all do stuff together and they are not progressive as you are progressive, the moment you begin to become progressive, you get separated from them. See, when, when I was in the hospital, I was in um, I was I was doing my psychiatric posting then at the time. And it was there I came out of the world. And while I was walking down the aisle, I saw my colleagues coming down to me. And something inside of me said, You are not like them. Don't get me wrong. Their parts is is nothing wrong with it. There is nothing wrong with who they are. But I knew my difference. I, 
I was in the hospital to, to see Give today. And even though I felt like I was working again, because I was in the ward, I was in the hospital, I saw a lot of patients. I saw Uncle Bumi behaving like a madman. <laughs> After staying for long hours with Gift. And all of a sudden, I felt like getting into the work mode again. It just felt like I was in UBTH again, all of a sudden. But I, I, I later realized that there is a contradistinction to my reality now than what I was doing before. Some people are called to the marketplace to provide health and, and health services to people who are sick. That's their calling. But I knew I wasn't called to be in that direction. You see, so while I was progressive in my calling, I was not carried away by the ambitions of my friends. Are you getting what I'm saying? So many of you are going to make progress and the progress that will determine your destiny are steps that will separate you from some of your cliques. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus grew up like every other person, right? Every other child. But he knew he was the savior of the world. You, you, you must understand where you're going. Okay? Now, just like the outer court, you have the three compartments of the tabernacle, right? You have the outer court, you have the inner court or the holy place, and then you have the holies of holies. The outer court is where you do preparation. Somebody say preparation. All those things happen. See, let me tell you, if you're going to hit the mark of your destiny and you have not gotten to the preparation phase, you've not even started your journey. If you don't even know that the phase you are in is a preparation for where you're going, you can't even interpret it as preparation. I don't know if I'm making sense to you. If you can't interpret it as preparation because you already see the picture, then it means you have no idea of where you're going. See, while I was in Mama's house serving, while I was with Bishop um, Reverend Wale serving, there were certain things that I did in Miracle Center. I knew that those things were preparation for me. It was not accident. I knew what I was doing. In fact, God spoke to me. He said, the moment Pastor Wale started pastoring Miracle Center, the Spirit of God said to me, leave where you are, go meet him so he can mentor you. You need him more than he needs you. For the whole time I was with him, he thought he needed me more than I needed him. Because I became the Pastor Phil, the music pastor. I, I changed, revolutionized the choir. I brought some difference to the choir. The worship changed. The praise changed. They thought they needed me more than I needed. But I knew that I needed Pastor Wale more. Are you getting what I'm saying? So my time with him was preparation. Some of you don't even know your preparation phase. Are you still here? Ask your neighbor, do you understand preparation phase for your life? Praise God. Hallelujah. You see, some of you 
some of you don't know that where you are is preparation. It's preparation for the next level. So, when the children of Israel will come, present their lambs to the priest, the priest will take um, the lamb, he will take the goats, he will take whatever it is they brought, the turtle, and he will bring it to the outer court, he will prepare them. You need preparation phase for where you're going. And preparation phase is where you build capacity. Hallelujah. It's a place where you're going to be stretched. How many of us want to be great here? How many of us, sorry, how many of us know that we're going to be great here? Okay. But do you know that you need preparation? Have you ever gotten dressed before? Knowing you're going out and you get dressed and you don't go out of the house. <laughs> I don't know whatever came into your minds, but I know it's crazy, amen? You see, some of you, some of you, this is where you are. You have gotten dressed, fine, good enough, but you have not moved beyond preparation. Are you getting me? You are still stuck at preparation. You are still preparing. When you are you're meant to take a leap and move on. Some of you have elongated your preparation time. Why? Because you are hearing and you are not learning. <laughs> Ever learning but not coming to the knowledge the truth is a problem some people are still breastfed today and you see you think because God is answering your prayers here and there one two you're being everything is fine and good see God will always meet you at the level where you are but if you don't move forward you would never know that there are deeper levels you ought to come to Hallelujah. <laughs> Look at your name and say, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Some of you are meant to come into the place of mentorship now. Yeah, you're asking, Pastor Phil, how old am I that I ought to come to the place of mentorship? You ought to begin to build others. You ought to begin to pour yourself into others. That's where you are, but you don't know. You are still stuck with being fed. Do you understand it? Preparation. Then you go into um, the holy place. Where is the middle compartment? And that's where you have dedication. There's dedication going on there. You see, in your preparation, it's important to know that there must be dedication. Dedication is the place where you begin to build your spirit man, the place of prayers, and the place of the word. You have the candlesticks in the holy place, right? And those candlesticks are like the lights, the seven, the seven candlesticks, or that divide into seven, I mean the candlesticks that divide into seven branches. The Bible says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's the word, the place where you ought to feast on the word. That's dedication. Then, of course, the last place, which is the holies of holies, is where you get revelation. Revelation of who you really are. Hallelujah.
some of you have not even stepped into the holies of holies of your life. You are still in the outer court. You are still in the preparatory phase. You have not even acknowledged that some of the things that are happening to you are preparation. If I told you that some of the jobs you got is preparation for where you're going, if I told you that some of the people you met that came your way are preparation for you, if I asked you how did you treat the people who were meant to teach you and be the midwives who will bring the next level out of you, how did you treat them? Some of you chased them away. If I asked you, did you listen to the counsel of your fathers? Did you listen to the counsel of your mom or your mothers or your pastors? Did you really hear the word when the word was preached? Did you really understand the scriptures? Pastor Phil has been teaching superior realities. Shaka Bolobo, it's been powerful. But have you really been applying yourself to these things? I listened to the message of Sunday. I woke up. I told Pastor Osas. I woke up. I woke up energized. I was looking for a demon to cast out. The message I preached. Because while I'm talking, sometimes I'm not the one talking. Do you understand it? What did you do with the people he sent to you to prepare you for your destiny? Do you know that if you lose drive to come into church... It means you are not actually making forward progress. Because when you come to church, what you do is to get fuel to move to the next level. You don't put fuel in a car you don't plan to drive. Have you seen a woman cooking and she doesn't intend to eat? And she doesn't intend to give anybody the food? She will cook and then throw the food away? Does that happen? When I met mommy today... I said, Mommy, how was your day? Mommy said, my day was fine. What did you do today? She said, I spent my day cooking. I said, okay. By yourself? She said, I cook the food I eat. (laughs) I felt stupid for asking the question. (laughs) But she prepared the food and she used the food. There are certain people God sent to you for preparation. And guess what? Some of them are not even your friends. Some of them are people who are obnoxious and people who are angry at you. It's preparation. Human beings come to you in different forms. Some human beings are in the forms of windows, doors. When I see someone coming, I, I, I already know who this person is. If this person is a door or a window. Do you know who a door is? A person who is a door is the one who takes you into the next level. As a door person, he opens, the, he opens you up into a next page of your life. That's a door person. The person literally is involved in your transition. It could be financially, it could be mentally, it could be socially, it could be anywhere. There are people who are like windows. The windows... Windows make you see what is outside, right? There are people who make you see the possibilities that you have. Those are windows. But there are some people who are like walls. But you see, the people who are like walls are still good. Are you getting me? They are still good. Because sometimes you need to climb them. (laughs) But let, let me explain what I mean. 
you may not be able to move forward. Okay? You may not be able to expand because they are around you. There are people who limit your thinking. Those are walls. There are people who don't have the same conversations you ought to have. You can't even share the word with them. Those are walls. Do you have a friend whom you're not comfortable with talking scriptures with? That's not really your friend. Do you have a friend whom you don't, you don't comfortably talk about your future plans? Do you have a friend where you don't inspire yourselves? That's not a friend. The last meeting we had, the pastor's meeting, one of the focuses of the meeting is to know where each of us are. We want to talk about each of we want to talk about each other. I tell them this is where I am in this area of my life. I'm accountable to them. And we ask Pastor what's up with you? We're not just only praying in the in, in the Holy Spirit two four seven all the time. We like to know what's going on with each other. We're accountable for each other. Those are that's friendship. If you have people who you can't even make common sense on conversations with, check your friendship. So you know what I advise you to do? If you can't move past them, you grow above them. The Bible says Joseph is like a fruitful bough whose branches leap over the walls. Are you still here? So I encourage you to move forward and keep what you're going in view. You see, because the things that held you back, you know we talked about strongholds, right? Strongholds are mental problems, okay? Mental issues that keep you stuck in one place. Those are strongholds. And I explained to you how your emotions are not just unexplainable. They are explainable. They are traced to arguments. I explained that to you already. That when you have vague impressions of emotions, those emotions are traced to specific arguments. So somebody told you while you were a child, you're not fine. It stuck with you and you began to grow with inferiority complex. So the gifts that you're meant to release and express, you suppress those gifts because of what somebody said. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of you have mentally stagnated yourself in the, in the sense where you compare yourself with somebody else. You see, the Bible says, he who compares himself with another is not wise. Your path is different from mine. Are you getting what I'm saying? There is glory in your expression. The way you do it, there is glory in it. So if you don't do it exactly the way the best person is doing it, don't worry about it. Your own will be the best. Are you getting what I'm saying? So when you come to that place of revelation, and then you know who God is. Let me just share one last scripture with you before we go. Luke chapter 17 verse 13. Luke chapter 17 verse 13. Oh, time is already gone, man. Go to verse, let's go to verse 11 first. Luke chapter 17, verse 11. The Bible says, Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of what? 
Samaria and Galilee. Next verse. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him how many men? Ten men who were what? Lepers. Who stood what? Afar off. Why did they stand afar off? Because they are lepers. Lepers are not meant to come where people are. You see, there are many of us who are lepers in many regards. Not physically, but you see, you don't think you belong to where it's happening. In fact, you have already ostracized yourself from progress and success even before it happens. You have determined that you're already a failure. But you see, as I'm talking now, it's breaking now. In the name of Jesus. I said it's breaking now. Okay? So the Bible says they were afar off. They were afar off. Next verse. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Next verse. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go! Show yourselves to what? The priest. That was the word of God. Go show yourself to the priest. Did he heal them? Talk to me. Did he heal them? No. What did he tell them? Go. I told you, what's the title of this message? eh? Keep moving forward. eh? See what happened now. And so it was. No, go back, go back. And so it was that as they went, When did their healing come? Mm -hmm. Do you know what some of us are doing? Some of us are saying, I won't go until I see that I'm healed. Some of us are saying that I will only make progress when something is working. Somebody is saying, I will only make a difference when something has changed. Look, nothing changed for those ten lepers. But the Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. It's only when you take this step. Are you getting me now? Mm -hmm. So when God calls you, don't stay on the place where you were before. Go. Many of you, the word has called you already. You are called already. And all you need to do is to take a leap of faith and then move. And you will see that as you move, it will begin to change. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, as they went, they were cleansed. Don't stay on yesterday's word. God told Abraham, he said, Abraham, take Isaac your only son. And then he took Isaac. He tied Isaac up. Oh no, he took him. Took the wood. Took whatever he needed to do the sacrifice. And God took him, right? God told him, right? To kill Isaac. The moment he tied Isaac up, put Isaac on the wood, and the wood on the altar for sacrifice, he lifted up his hands some of you say God told me I heard God clearly (laughs) and then the spirit God said wait and he waited and he said I've provided for you the ram in the ticket be progressive on the word 
be progressive on the word. Be progressive on the word. And you know what God said? He said, this thing you have done, in the mind of God, he did it. <laughs> Do you understand? He said, this thing you have what? Done. He didn't say this thing you are about to do. See, when you are taking steps, go all out. Are you getting me? Go all out. Don't consider. Don't consider what will happen now. You know, you know, you know, do you know TSP started with 5K? But trust me, the bill of that day was more than 5K. But I obey God. Many of you, God says, start business. You are waiting for the money to come. If he said start, start. In the starting, the money will come. Do you understand it? If he called you, keep moving forward. Forgetting those things which are where? Behind. And reaching forward toward those things which are ahead. Let me close by saying, forgetting is a process. The fact that you remember again does not necessarily mean that you are not making progress on dealing with the past. Are you getting me? It's a progress. I mean, it's a, it's, it's a process. Don't let anything pull you back. Hallelujah. I see many of you get into the zenith of where he has called you to be. You see, you're not going to, you will not stop halfway. You, you will not. You will not stop in the middle of the way. If you're, if you're going to your destination, you will get there. The Bible says, better is the end of a thing than the beginning. Though your beginning may be small, your end shall be what? Greater. Though your beginning shall be small, your end shall be greater. Hallelujah. Bow down your heads and bless God. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj, twitter.com slash standpointabj, instagram.com slash standpointabj, and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj.